This is the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created to uplift, motivate, and inspire women of color to be fearless in their pursuit of their dreams, go after what they deserve, and show up as their most unapologetic, most authentic selves. This audio series was created for every woman who was on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe, and fiercely transforming her life. So sit down with me, get your notebook, grab a pen, and let's create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and welcome to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hope you are doing amazing today and your week is off to a beautiful, beautiful start. Y'all, it's September and technically I know the summer has not ended, but it ended September 1st for me (laughs) and now it's the fall. Fall girlies, it is our time. Rise up, emerge, bust out them sweatshirts and oversized jackets, go wash them blanket scarves and dust off your Uggs. The time has come. (laughs) Fall has always been my favorite time of the year, especially being from the Midwest. It's so beautiful outside when the leaves change. And I don't know, y'all, it's just a vibe. It's cozy. Everyone's pumpkins and mums are out. And I don't know, this season always just makes me feel so good. My favorite part about fall is obviously apple picking season. (laughs) I don't really pick the apples like I used to when I was a kid. Now I just go to get the desserts like the donuts and the pies that the orchards make. So fall activities are what I'm looking forward to the most. I like the weather, but that's about it. I am in no way, shape or form excited for the winter that is coming here in Chicago. (laughs) It is in fact the most ghetto experience one could ever have. And for my Chicago friends and people who experience real winters in general, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. A friend of mine just moved to New York a few months ago and she's an LA native. So she's in for her first true winter. And I'm like, girl, sending you prayers, but also sending you a coat, not a jacket, a coat. And the fall is the time that we spend getting our winter gear ready to go. And again, if you've experienced a true winter, true meaning there's real snow on the ground and the temps drop below zero, you know what I'm talking about. You need your trusty dusty coat, bust out your hat, your scarves, your snow boots. Ugh, y'all, I'm not looking forward to it. (laughs) So I am going to reclaim this time for fall and enjoy every second of it, knowing that winter is coming. I think it's pretty clear and I'm sure you guys know, but I have been single for a very long time, so long that I think some of my family members are genuinely concerned because I never show up to the family functions with a significant other. They don't see me post anybody on socials. Not that I would post my significant other on socials, but that's another podcast. (laughs) So uh, I don't do any of that. And I have a younger cousin. Her name is Leah. She's 12, I I think. Super sweet. Also super shy. And she keeps to herself. In big family settings, you can always find her sitting by herself in another room 
watching TV. She's the queen of the unbothered. But for some reason, when I come visit, she comes out of her room and loves talking to me. And I don't know what it is about me, but she just opens right up and she's laughing and she cracks jokes and just becomes this beautiful social butterfly when I'm around. And I adore her. So we're at this family barbecue a few weeks ago and she's talking, she's cracking her jokes, she's telling me what's going on at school. And out of the blue, she's like, do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? And I kind of side-eyed her like, hmm, no, I don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And she kind of stared at me and she goes, well, you always come over by yourself. Everyone else has a husband or a boyfriend except you. So I thought maybe you were into girls and you didn't feel comfortable telling everyone. So I wanted to be respectful and not assume one or the other. So (laughs) in my head, I'm like, bless her heart, right? (laughs) Bless her heart. I hope she keeps that mindfulness about herself forever. But I told her, no, no, Leah, (laughs) thank you for not assuming and Thank you for being respectful, but my preference is for men, and I just haven't met that man yet. So you can see her thinking, and she's like, oh, okay. Then she kind of looks over at me again. She's like, why not? And instead of saying, because a lot of guys I've met are trash, really not doing much with their lives. They can't provide what I need them to provide and I wouldn't trust them with my bank account, let alone my life and my future. I just said, because I'm doing the work to be a good person to myself and to other people. And I haven't met someone else that has done the work to be a good person, not only to themselves, but to me too. So she goes, okay, so like, Ashley party of one? And I said, yep, exactly. Ashley party of one. So it clicked for her and she left me alone eventually, but she left me in my thoughts. I love her and I would answer 1000 of her questions if she needed me to. But y'all, the amount of times I get asked from people where is your man? And why aren't you married? And do you want kids? If I had a dollar for every time someone asked me that, I wouldn't have to work again for the rest of my life. The older I get, the more I get questioned. And I fully understand it's part of our society and the way that we live and identify with each other. But sometimes I feel like people look down on me because I'm not married and because I don't have kids. I'm Ashley, party of one. And because of that, I am now less than. I spoke with an aunt recently, called her up on the phone, literally straight out the gate. All I said was, hey, auntie, how's it going? And instead of answering me and saying, hey, Ash, I'm doing good. How are you? How's life? What are you up to these days? How's the podcast? The first thing she said was, 
you know what, Ash, I feel so bad for you. I have to tell you, you don't have anybody. So I was like, what? (laughs) And I wish you could see the look I'm giving on my face right now. (laughs) Because not only am I out here really doing it for myself right now, right? Like busting my hump and making my dreams come true. It's evident. You can see it, right? And I'm enjoying my life as it is with no drama, no additional chaos from someone else. I go to bed in peace at night, not trying to figure out if somebody loves me or wants to be with me, like truly comfortable in who I am. You feel bad because I have no one? Girl, goodbye. Listen here. I have gotten to a point in my life where I am so comfortable in who I am and being with just me that any relationship that I enter into, platonic or romantic, must add to my life, not subtract. Meaning, I am already at a certain level of peace and joy and happiness, and I am already accustomed to certain experiences in my life, and I have already enjoyed going to certain places and doing certain things that whoever enters my life at this point in time must be adding to what I'm already giving, not subtracting not taking away from what I've already built up. Now, don't get it twisted. My life is not perfect by any means, but I love it here. And I worked hard to get myself here. And I'm cool with missing out on the party and missing out on the hot dates and the vacations and all of the sorts until I find someone who makes my life more beautiful than what it already is. I'm probably the minority in this instance and I fully understand that because I don't want to have somebody just to say that I have somebody, you know? And that's no dig to anybody. That's just me telling you the honest to God truth about who I am and how I feel. I don't want to have a ring on my finger just to say I'm married, right? I don't want to have a wedding just so that I can call myself a wife. Doing things just to say that I'm doing them or just because it looks like I probably should be doing them or because everyone else around me is doing them. So I must do it too. Whole time, not even happy or the least bit satisfied with the person I'm making all these decisions with. I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes, really, I'm not. Or offend anyone, whether you are single or married. But I do recognize a lot of us settle for the lives we think we should have, not the lives we really, truly, deeply want. And sometimes... The life that we deeply want requires patience. Sometimes the relationship that we really want, the relationship we deserve, we may have to wait for. 
settling to me is like taking a cake out of the oven that has not been cooked all the way through. It looks like it might be done. It smells good, but not sure if it tastes good. So let me just take it out now because everyone else looks like they're enjoying their cakes and mine just went into the oven, but let me hurry up and decorate it and make it look good. And then when I cut into it, it falls apart and it doesn't taste as good as it first looked because it's not done. And now you're the one left with a mess, not feeling good, and you're hurt or upset or angry because it's not working out. Same rules apply, sis, single or not. I have been taught to never settle for something just because it's available to me. In your careers, within your businesses, within your friendships, and your romantic relationships, I have been taught that you get exactly what you settle for. So if you settle for less than what you know you rightfully deserve, then you will get less than what you rightfully deserve. If you settle for something or someone who brings you no peace, no happiness, and you have to keep questioning whether or not this person, this place, this city, this opportunity is meant for you, then that is exactly what you will get. In other words, if you settle for crumbs, sis, then you will always be hungry. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I press play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcasts. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created 
made with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. I am crazy enough to believe that you can choose the life that you want, no matter where you are within it. And if you can choose the life that you want, then you can choose the type of people you want in that life. And if you can choose the type of people, you can choose the type of partner. I am building the life of my dreams and constantly growing and evolving and changing to support that dream. And I need a partner who can add to that experience, not take away from it. And until I meet someone who can do just that, then I am 100% okay with sitting this one out. I have a lot of thoughts on marriage and some of them may be a little unconventional, but I do want to get married someday and have kids. I do but only if it is meant for me. I do not want to force anything that is not meant for me. So that means I'll have to deal with all the questions and side eyes and looks and the people that feel bad for me. And you know what? That is fine with me because not everyone will understand what I'm doing, which means they will not understand where I'm going. And if this is you, not everyone will see the vision for your life that you see that's for you. So sometimes when they don't understand or they can't see what you see, they get worried. They question you. They want to know when, where, why. And you know what? That is fine too. Now, this is no dig to my married friends, but... I am always getting asked, when are you getting married? Where are you going to be with someone? But I have yet to see a fun, happy marriage. I know they exist and I know that they're real. And if that's you, sis, I love that for you. Send us your good vibes so we can experience that too. But most people I know that are in serious, committed, or legal relationships aren't that happy. Again, no disrespect, because I appreciate the transparency from them. I respect the union of marriage and know that other people's marriage is not my business. But I appreciate when a woman who has already gone down a path that I'm thinking about can be transparent and say, hey, look here, this is tough. This marriage thing is not a cakewalk. And this is what I have learned from the decisions that I made for me in hopes that you can make a better, well-informed decision for you. My mom has been married twice and divorced twice. And if you ever meet my mom, she's that cool mom that you can just be 100% honest with and she doesn't judge you or hold it against you. But over the last few decades, she's grown into this woman who just 
loves herself completely and she refuses to bend or bow or squeeze herself into any box for anybody. And not in a selfish, aggressive, I can do bad all by myself type of way. She's been dating the same guy for 15 years. He's family. I get him a Father's Day card every year. But she is unwavering in her worth, unwavering in her decisions, unwavering in her relationship. Unwavering, meaning constant, steadfast, steady. She's a take it or leave it kind of woman, meaning you're either going to take her as she is or leave her alone. And as a single woman, I admire that about her. Instead of looking at each other like, sis, you got a man? Sis, your man ain't proposed to you yet? Sis, you getting married again? Sis, where's your husband? Instead of inundating each other with these types of questions and making each other feel like we're lacking or that we aren't complete because we have not checked a societal box that we may or may not check. Can we all, single, married, divorced, just accept that we are all choosing to live our lives the way that we want to live them and that we can all learn something from each other, whether we are single, married, or divorced. And no matter what stage we're at, you can still be unwavering in your worth. You can be unwavering in your decisions to wait, to stay, or to leave. You can be unwavering about who you are. And I hope to teach my little cousin that as she grows up, that even if it is Leah, party of one, that that is okay and to always trust her gut and never squeeze herself into a space that was not meant for her just to say that she has someone, to not accept what everyone else wants for her if she does not want it for herself. When I meet up with friends that I haven't talked to in a while or just another woman in general that I'm trying to get to know, I ask, what are you up to? What are you working on? Tell me about what you're getting into these days and how can I support that? Instead of straight out the gate, sis, so are you in a relationship? Where's your man? Where's your ring? And when I'm with my married friends, the questions to them are always, so are y'all gonna have a baby? Don't wait too long. And if they do already have kids, it's like, so when y'all gonna have another one? (laughs) And when I'm with my divorce friends, the questions are always, so... You gonna get married again? Like, dang, y'all, why don't we ever get asked, do you want to go to Hawaii? (laughs) Do you want to go on vacation? Do you need me to pay a bill this month? Like, those are the questions that people need to start asking. Those are the questions that I'd happily give you an answer to. (laughs) But in all seriousness, and I guess what I hope you get from today is we all have more to bring to the table than just a partner, some jewelry, and an offspring. We are more than our relationship status. We are more than wives. We are more than just moms. 
It is a beautiful gift to have someone to share the best and worst parts of you. Someone who adds to your life, not subtracts. It is a gift to experience marriage and becoming a mom, if that's what you please. But you shouldn't have to trade yourself, your values, your ambitions, your peace, your dreams, in exchange for it. That's it for today's podcast, boo. If you love the Slay Girl Slay podcast, be sure to give us a rating and your feedback at the end of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to learn more about our girl gang and the Slay Girl Slay book club in the links provided in the description. Follow us on social media at Slay Girl Slay on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. I can't wait for our next girl chat, so please believe we will chat soon, boo. Peace.